0: Dream Girls is
1: yes, for dreaming and we dream all the time. I'd like to propose a toast.
0: Welcome to Wines and Dolls, a podcast where Chelsea and Emily wine and talk about musicals. Welcome. Wine is a on time drama. No. I don't think
2: that's how no, that goes. it only goes, it's
0: the Dream
2: Girls.
0: Boys. That's all I got. We'll
2: make you happy. Hey, Emily. Hey, Chelsea. How you doing?
0: I'm good.
2: You look so happy with your mimosa. Um, I'm delighted to have this mimosa in hand right now.
0: I made a very special trip to H-E-B curbside to get you a mimosa. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's like you knew. It's like I knew that we were going to be here all day. We're doing batch recording. Batch
2: recording. So if we happen to whine about something that's so out of date, I apologize. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah. <laughs> we this are is,
2: recording on August 26th. 26th. Sure.
0: Yes. Yeah. For so all of, most fun of September. Fun Home just released today. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, this, well, this will come out next week, but then by the time we get through all of September. We, yeah. it will still be today.
2: Yeah. So if we haven't complained about a hurricane that hit Houston or maybe didn't hit Houston, I don't know. Or like or
0: the questioning of
2: toilet paper disappearing or whatever.
0: Oh fuck, I apologize. We'll toilet paper, yeah, in my
2: last roll. I probably, I would. Ah oh, fuck, I would. I went to ATP this morning. Yeah, Damn but it, girl. There's a tropical depression that is coming in,
0: coming to town. what about the tropical manix <laughs> Thank you.
2: Oh, the tropical Xanax, please.
0: Tropical. For my tropical
2: depression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> hey Chelsea.
2: Hey Emily. What are you drinking? I have two drinks today. I have the apple spice latte from Starbucks.
0: She decided to go against the pumpkin and uh-huh. go with it's apple. Is it apple spice or apple crumble? Apple spice is what they call or it. Or apple crisp. Apple crisp. That's the one. Crisp
2: crisp it's delightful it's crispy it's not that good i like it i like it but i also have a mimosa a mimosa? a mimosa. a mimosa no it's mimosa not not mimosa <laughs> it's
0: a mimosa Sa, not no 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 but mimosa. There's, there's
2: orange juice in my mimosa why yeah. why is there orange juice in my mimosa
0: i don't know it's,
2: it's supposed it's, to just be champagne
0: well, it's actually. I, I figured. <laughs> you know, I, I only have one <laughs> bottle, so we were gonna try to get it through uh, three episodes today. That's true. That's true. Hey yeah. Emily. Hey Chelsea. What are you drinking? I'm drinking my, my saw. Your mimosa. Oh my gosh, and I'm having. I. I'm having this for the first time. I wanted cold brew, with like coconut milk, but I still wanted pumpkin spice. So I got <laughs> one pump of pumpkin in it.
2: And it's I can just pumpkin, see it at it? the
0: bottom just kind of sitting.
2: See, that's what straws are good for, but you but, refuse.
0: Well, I have paper straws mm. I just and, and metal straws. Mm. I cut up Chelsea's straw from this week slash last week. She
2: did, she did. Yeah, so
0: it's been cut up into tiny little pieces. We're environmentally
2: friendly. Yeah, it's
0: just now that the sea turtles can't get one full straw in their nose, but they can get little tiny itty little bitty, bitty pieces ones. of it.
2: Well, if you cut it long ways and then chop it up. That's what I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then never mind.
0: They can still eat the little tiny pieces of plastic. It's just tinier now.
2: That sounds like a fun, like, insult. Eat my plastic, bitch.
0: Mm, <laughs> I just had a condom joke. <laughs> it into my brain. That's not it, plastic. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Emily. What are you whining about?
2: Oh, so many things. There's so many things to whine about. It's a good thing we're doing batch recordings today. <laughs> but I'm going to start by whining about the son of a bitch that tried to correct me on the road. And yes, you're going to roll your eyes at me and say he was right. But he... oh, uh, Am the, I? Yes. The amount of drama that came from this human being. And I was like wow, he should be an actor. Probably (laughs) was. No. This truck, this, like, little pickup truck that had a bunch of shit in the back, like, he was on his way to a construction site. And it, like, it's not, like, an expensive car or anything. I did not swerve into his car. I was driving with my google maps on yeah. i swear to god i wasn't texting i was holding my google maps trying to find the starbucks on the way here oh and this motherfucker i maybe i maybe i did swerve into him and i didn't i didn't realize it but he starts honking pulls up next to me sticks out his hand like he's holding an invisible phone and mimes texting in his hand on his invisible phone and then does the no no sign with his finger and passes me and i'm like <gasps> You son of a bitch trying to correct me on the road. I'm using Google Maps, sir. I am not texting. I'm using Google Maps.
0: I'm like, that just makes me feel really uncomfortable.
2: Right? Don't correct me. That's just,
0: uh, don't, don't. Don't treat me like a child. You know, also like you're a single woman in, in a car. I mean, right. If somebody had done that, I would have straight up pulled my phone out and just started taking videos of him because I thought he would try to shoot me.
2: No, I didn't get that vibe. It was more of, "Oh, honey, you're not allowed to do that. No, no, no." It was, little, it was little. I would very have, condescending. I would
0: have followed the shit out of him and gotten and been like, I would have tapped my dash cam and like, boop, you're boop. being recorded. You're being recorded. That's boop, my favorite. And then they try and speed away from me, and I'm like, boop boop. You're on. You're on the I've recording. got your. I have your. I have everything that just plate. happened, asshole.
2: Oh man, I need to get a dash cam. Mm-hmm. Hey, Emily.
0: Hey, Chelsea. What are you whining about? I'm whining because you asked me what I was whining about as soon as I had mimosa in my mouth. <laughs> it was like you're like a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I, what, what would you like to eat? Ooh, or like a dentist. <laughs> how was your day going? <laughs> try not to talk or move. But let me tell you this
2: really funny story. <laughs> no, try not to talk or move.
0: Or like, no, it's like, let me tell you a funny story. Wait, how was your day? They ask you questions. Don't
2: make any noise, please. What am I whining
0: about? Um, I'm... Yeah sparkling wine mm. let's talk because i'm upset i'm super excited about this i live my little puppy has some issues sometimes with social packs mm.
2: she's good like so i think i think we all have some issues with it's social she has packs.
0: a little bit of social anxiety it's yeah. it's, it's postcode used just be okay with dogs but i was always scared to take her to a dog park well now she's like super not okay when i'm not around with dogs no and so we're doing training and I'm still, i still been around, but she made a friend really fast yesterday. Yay! And then they went to the dog park together Aww. and then we went and got happy hour and it was great. So she's, she's happy hour. Yeah. So that when the, tra- so I'm paying for training and so trader and I, we went to the dog park and then when like the time was up and so we went to cyclonize and had happy hour. Nice. Yeah. It was great. And then. On the sad side of that, Pete in the house, and I don't know when, but I'm about to lose my mind on her. Chelsea experienced that. Yep. I just don't know when she did it. There was like literally, I've been with her all day. <sighs> but you were making you were making breakfast. You can't yeah, but be she with was outside. But so we were also, like we've gone outside. She was like she was she did it to be an asshole. Like did she already she? gone potty like only an hour and a half ago maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what I'm whining about.
2: Oh, I'm sorry that she peed.
0: Olive was not a dream girl this morning. She was not a dream girl. She was a nightmare girl.
2: Nightmare girl.
0: But in the meantime, you know who is a dream girl?
2: Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Whose birthday is...
0: Wait, when does this This come out?
2: So Beyonce's birthday is this week, and it's on september 4th. September 4th. So on Sunday, I guess. Saturday. Saturday. So happy birthday Beyonce. We are Houston girls and we love a good Beyonce. We love a good she's Houston Beyonce. Houston Beyonce and she's beautiful and we love her. And I just I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's her birthday and so we decided this month our theme was going to be the divas of Broadway, because Beyonce, I'm a diva, I'm a, I'm a diva. We love her. So we're celebrating all of our favorite divas of Broadway in the shows that you know and love them for. Yeah. Starting with Dream Girls. Yes, they're dream girls and they're dreaming all the time. No, that's not how. I it like, goes.
0: that's how I want it to go. Cool. So. So you want a little little background on some Dream Girls? A li- yes. I have a lot. Oh, fuck. Can I get a medium amount? Yes. Okay, cool. Hold we on, do like on to split, your butts. Split the platter.
2: Well, I'll do my best. Okay, but there's a lot of really fun information on this. Okay. Dreamgirls is a Broadway musical with music by Henry Gr- Krieger and lyrics and book by Tom Ian, Ian. Ian. Based on Ian? the show business aspirations and success of R&B acts such as the Supremes, the Shirelles, which Ian says he was mostly. Uh, talking about the Shirelles, that was his favorite show. Oh. Not the Supremes, mm. he has argued that. James Brown and Jackie Wilson. Dreamgirls premiered on Broadway at the Imperial Theater on December 20th, 1981, and closed on August 11th, 1985, after 1,521 performances. Wow! You're going to see this, uh, we're talking about the divas of Broadway this month, you're going to see this trend, a lot of performances. Because yeah, performance. these people are
0: like... Real, the a, shit. A lot of revivals, too. Lots a of A lot revivals. of subsequent productions, mm-hmm.
2: yes. Mm-hmm. Because of these divas that made it just explode. Yeah. The production was directed by Michael Bennett, produced by Bennett, Bob Avian, Geffen Records, and the Schubert Organization, and choreographed by Bennett and Michael Peters. Staged with a mostly BIPOC cast and originally starring Jennifer Holliday, Cheryl mm-hmm. Lee Ralph, Loretta Devine, who I love... Divine or Devine? 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 Yeah, Devin? I don't know. I love her face. I love her. Uh, I'm going to keep going. Ben Harney, Cleveland, Derrick's Vondi Curtis Hall, and Oba Babatunde. The musical opened on December 20th, 1981. Um. So there's some tea, and I'm going to tell you some tea in a
0: second. Devine.
2: Devine. Thank you. I love her. I love her so much. Just
0: can't pronounce her name.
2: I can't pronounce her name, <laughs> but I love her. Dream Girls has... Uh, had its beginnings as a project for Nell Carter, the singer Nell Carter. Playwright Tom Ian and conductor Henry Krieger first worked together on the 1975 musical version of Ian's play, The Dirtiest Show in Town. Carter appeared in the musical, so Nell Carter was in that show, and her performance inspired Ian and Krieger to craft a musical about a black uh, backup singer group, which was originally called One Night Only... And then, given the working title of Project Number Nine, dirtiest show in town. Ooh. Ooh. I know. I got. That's where I got stuck I know, on hairspray. Right? <laughs> so, Project Number Nine was workshopped for Joseph Papp. Nell Carter was joined at this time by Cheryl Lee Ralph and Loretta Divine, who were. Devine, I'm sorry, and Loretta <laughs> Devine, but she is divine. Who were to play her group mates? The project was shelved after Carter departed to appear in the soap opera Ryan's Hope in 1978. Oh, that's hilarious. A year later, Project Nine was brought back to the table after catching the interest of Michael Bennett, then in the midst of his of his success with A Chorus Line. So that's our director, mm. Ralph and Devine returned, and Bennett and Ian. Who who was to direct began workshopping Big Dreams as the musical was now known. So it's changed names again. Joining the cast this time were Ben Harney, Oba Babatunde, these are some of the original um, Broadway cast Cleveland Derricks, and 20 year old uh, gospel singer Jennifer Holiday as Carter's replacement after Carter accepted an offer for a show called Give Me a Break on NBC. Oh. However, Holiday left the project. This is a lot of coming and going. Oh my gosh. Jennifer Holiday left the project during the workshop uh, phase as she disliked the material and was upset that her character Effie White dies at the conclusion of the first act, which oh. this is not a giveaway because they've changed it. That yeah, was, a I was workshop like, she doesn't version. die, she?
1: Did does she did in the
2: workshop. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? So Ian Bennett and Krieger continued to iron out the story and the songs. Cheryl Gaines and Phyllis Hyman were both considered as replacements for Holiday. So, here's a little bit more. After <laughs> two mildly successful workshops, which included Jennifer Lewis's Effie, Holiday returned to the project, now known as Dreamgirls.
0: It's final form. Oh, no, not yet. Okay, well, the name is...
2: the name is its final form. <laughs> However, she found Effie's role had been reduced significantly in favor of Cheryl Lee Ralph's Dina character, and Holiday eventually quit the project again. Still sucks, you guys. Still sucks. Rewrite it. So after acquiring funding from music industry mogul David Geffen and fellow uh, co-financers ABC Entertainment, Music. And the Schubert family, Bennett called Holiday back and agreed to rewrite the show's second act and build up her character Effie.
0: They've just really wanted Holiday.
2: They really wanted Jennifer Holiday. I mean, she was some big shit. Yeah, she is some big shit. She is some big shit. So, but good for her for standing by her, like mm-hmm. standing by her, her what she thought this character needed to be. It's interesting that an actor would have that much sway in a writing process but in a workshop i understand in it's more like it's had some runs now and to rewrite it then because an actor didn't like it she must have been like real big shit back you'll then you'll
0: be shocked because there's i mean some of these divas we're going to be talking about this month they had sway in the writing or um in the ultimate casting decision wow. because of like even turning down the roles like big divas turned them down so other big divas made their name gotcha yeah
2: I love this. I love talking about the Divas of Broadway. This is my favorite month. Okay, so you ready?
0: You've been begging to do Diva Month. I
2: have been. And I'm so, so excited. I'm so excited about her. All right, and <laughs> we're at the nominations for the Tony Awards. They were nominated for 13 awards Ooh. and won six, including Best Actor, Best Actress, Featured Actor, Book of a Musical, Lighting, and Choreo. So most of the things that count the most at the Tonys, but mm-hmm. not Best Musical.
0: Oh, um, which sucks. I yeah, hate that. It's kind of like a
2: letdown. It is. And be- before I look at um, the cast of the original, we're, we're going to talk real quick about the film adaptation because okay, yes. Beyonce's in that. Beyonce. The film adaptation of Dreamgirls stars Jamie Foxx as Curtis, Beyonce as Dina, Eddie Murphy as Jimmy, Danny Glover as Marty, Jennifer Hudson as Effie, Anika Noni Rose as Laurel, and Keith Robinson as Cece. Dreamgirls was first exhibited in special 10-day roadshow engagements beginning December 25th, 2006. Subsequently, the film went into national release on December 25th, 2006. So Loretta Devine, who originally played the role of Laurel, has a cameo uh, as the jazz singer in the film. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. A
2: lot of the original Broadway cast is in the film, actually. So two other alumni of the Broadway production, Hinton Battle... Uh, as James Thunder, early replacement, and Yvette Kaysen, who was Charlene and the Effie White understudy, are also in the film. Oh, and I then know. of course
0: Jennifer is playing another diva in the movie Respect right now.
2: Uh, wait, the Jennifer who. Jennifer pro- Hudson. Yeah, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, she's fabulous. While most of the material remained the same for the uh, as or remained at the same as the stage musicals, some of the stage musicals' songs, most notably "Ain't No Party," were removed, and four new songs were added. A number of changes were made to the story as well, including additions of the more overt references to the Supremes and Motown. The Death of Jimmy, who is found dead on the railroad after heroin overdose. What?
1: Yikes.
2: (laughs) Yikes. And the relocation of the story's main setting from Chicago Chicago to Detroit. The film won two Academy Awards, including Best Supporting Actress Jennifer Hudson and Best Sound Mixing. Uh, And just looking at the 1981, uh, we've got Jennifer Holliday, Broadway... As Effie, she also did the 1983 tour and some notable later um, people. Once
0: they got her, they were like, we can't let you go.
2: Yeah, we cannot (laughs) let you go. There was a uh, 2009 US tour with Moya Angela and Amber Riley in the 2016 West End. From Glee. From Glee, Amber. Uh, Excuse me. That was the champagne. Uh, Dina Jones, played by Cheryl Lee Ralph in the broad, original Broadway, blah, blah. and there was a two thousand and one concert with Audra McDonald, who played uh, Dina. I love, I love her.
0: Love a good Audra. Um, I love how there's no clean cut of Broadway
1: in that. No, there's not. <laughs> it's gonna be a
0: burped Broadway and a. Blah, blah
1: and that cut <laughs> you're welcome
2: well I'm the one no wait you're gonna do it Laurel Robinson was played by Loretta Devine Devine, Devine. <laughs> she's divine to me she is don't, so don't divine it. <laughs> but some of the other people that have replaced Laurel this Laurel character are Heather Headley mm. uh, for the 2001 concert with Audra McDonald that's amazing I fucking love Heather Headley she's one of my favorite divas of all time we know her from Aida
0: I-, I knew her name sounded familiar. Also, yeah. I wanted to point out Audra McDonald's also in respect with Jennifer is she? Yes. Oh. <gasps> uh, I haven't her seen mom. it yet. Oh. And so is uh Forrest Whitaker. I mean, like, it's a lot of like really fucking cool is, people. It's a
2: big show. Yeah. It's a big ass show. Like the fact
0: that you haven't seen it yet, it's a little wild.
2: I'm sorry. I also <laughs> haven't seen In the Heights yet. I haven't either. I, I need to see both of the things. I just don't go to movie theaters, so that's where I Fair, I'm at. fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Curtis Taylor Jr. was played by Ben Harney on Original Broadway. Broadway and uh, Norm Lewis Ooh. in the 2001 concert, Chaz Lamar-Shepard later on in the U.S. 2009 tour, James Thunder Early was Clevant, Clevant Derrick's later, Billy Porter in the 2001 concert, Adam J. Bernard on the West End, CeCe White played by Oba Babatunde, and Darius Haas on the 2001, Michelle Morris played by Deborah Burrell, and Marty Madison, played by Vondie Curtis-Hall. I just love that name. Vondi Vondie. Vondi. Vondie, Vondie Curtis-Hall. And Chris is played by Tony Franklin. This is the original Broadway, 1981. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's it. And that's that's all I got for you for some background. I know that's a lot of background. I could have kept on going
0: for background. but I, I know. I feel it. like with all these shows, it, it could be its own episode. It but really
2: could. Okay. That's all I got. That's you, all I got. Do you-
0: They just dream and they dream all the time. That's I'm gonna make that the music (laughs) get this right. Who wrote the music again? This is Henry Krieger. Krieger and Tom Tom Ian. Yeah. Hee hee. Tee hee. Okay, I'm gonna take you back in time. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Get off your phone. We're transferring back to the 1960s. Ooh, Ooh. In Chicago. In 1962, the Dreamettes are a hopeful black girl group from Chicago. And they enter a famous amateur night talent competition at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. So I guess we're in New York. Yeah. And the show opens with the song, I'm Looking for Something, Going Downtown and Taking the Long Way Home.
1: The Apollo Theater continues our legendary talent contest with the delicious, the delectable, the defiant group.
0: The songs, I noticed, kind of go back to back to back in this show. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. It is kind of one leads into the another. Yeah. But the group is composed of a full-figure lead singer named Effie White, made famous by Jennifer Holiday mm-hmm. and best friends Dina Jones and Laurel Robinson. So notice that Effie is the lead singer in this. For the contest, the Dreamettes Sing Move... Uh, you're stepping on My Heart. And it's a song written by Effie's brother, Cece, who accompanies them to the talent show.
1: Move right out of my life. Move, move. Move right out of my life. You move, move. you on my heart. I you it apart.
0: But what would be a show without a loss at the beginning? And they lose the talent competition. Oh! <gasps> Oh, that backstage- can't be successful from no, the beginning. No, you can't. Yeah, like, there has to be some sort of conflict, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but backstage, the girls in CC meet Curtis Taylor Jr., a car salesman who becomes the Dreamettes' manager. I love that. He's like, He's a car let's salesman. buy some cars. I'm going to be your, sa- your manager. That's how he sounds. Yep. Oh, don't make that voice again. What was that voice? I don't know. It was, like, a weird accent. It was weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it was my car salesman's voice.
2: Bada bing! I'm gonna get Buy you some, some cars! cars. <laughs> I feel <a> violated.
0: <laughs> like, what is a, the make him not he can't refuse? <laughs> so, Curtis convinces James Thunder Early, who is also known as Jimmy, uh, a popular R&B star, and his manager, Marty, to hire the Dream Mets as backup singers. Though Jimmy Early and the Dreamettes' first performance together is successful in the song Fake Your Way to the Top.
1: goes around and around, but you can fake your way to the top, round and around. Try that part, baby. Round and around. Fake your way to the round top. Oh, you feel right in there, sweetheart. You can fake your way to
0: the top. <laughs> Jimmy is very desperate. To get new material. But what's new material with a whole bunch of girls from Chicago? Chicago. You're getting from Chicago. So Curtis convinces Jimmy and Marty that they should venture beyond traditional rhythm and blues and soul audience and aim for a pop market. They're going for the popular music, getting out of the old time, moving into the new. And Cece composes Cadillac Car for Jimmy and the Dreamettes, who tour in the song Cadillac Car on the road
1: now once upon a time a cadillac car represented the highest classes in america the pure unstained gloss they never worried about the cost no
0: and they recorded the single upon their return in the song cadillac car in the recording studio and the dream at- Two Cadillac cars. Two Cadillac cars. <laughs> Cadillac car makes its way up the pop charts. Woohoo! But a cover version by a white pop singer, Dave and the Sweethearts, uh, uh, steals the original recording's thunder in the solemn Cadillac car reprise. Damn, those white people. God damn. It actually is very frustrating. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, is, yes, this is based around like, reality. Yeah. So, um, angered by this whole situation, Curtis, Cece, and Jimmy's producer, Wayne, resort to Paola, bribing disc jockeys across the nation to play Jimmy Early in the Dream Mets version um, in their next single, Step Into the Bad Side. Step
1: in.
2: Payola,
0: payola, payola. I think the, they pay the
2: illegal practice of paying a commercial radio station to play a song without the station disclosing the payment. Yes, oh. yes, they
0: payola. It's like that sle- it's, they sleaze it. So, so yes, yeah, so they're trying to get um, this next single step into the bad side. Um, to be higher up now than the Cadillac car that was stolen from them. Mm-hmm. So as a result, the record becomes a major pop hit. I swear that's what happens on radio stations anyways. Every oh, yeah. time I turn it on, I'm like, why are we listening to Taylor Swift again?
2: Because they have money to pay for that. Yeah. So a conflict hey, you of- should shake it off. <sighs>
0: conflict. Conflict. <laughs> 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 Arises between Marty and Curtis when Curtis moves in on Marty's turf. (gasps) Drama. Jimmy early. So things become a little bit more complicated when Effie begins to date Curtis. (gasps) Yikes. And Jimmy, who is a married man, begins an affair with Laurel in the song, Party Party. So they're all having sex with each other at this point. Yay! They're about to. Yeah, affairs, dating. I guess sex doesn't have to come with that, but I'm sure it does. As Chelsea texts her boss,
2: I'm sorry. There's a big event happening on Sunday. I am listening. I have the capacity to do both. I don't believe you.
0: <laughs> Lame. So Curtis replaces him, uh, strongly determined to make his black singers household names. And so Curtis attempts to transform Jimmy Early into a Perry Como esque. Pop singer in the song "I Want You, Baby," oh yeah, and it concentrates on establishing the Dreamettes as their own act. So now they're like they're separating the Dreamettes and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's gonna go and be his own thing. He's gonna and now the Dreamettes are gonna be their own thing.
1: Woohoo!
2: But they're background singers. But yeah, oh, background singers
0: can't be their own own act. No, never. But. But, but Curtis is going to make it happen. Yeah, because remember they did start as their own act, like with with. But Effie was the lead yeah, yeah, singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back so, up so on that. We're,
2: we're pushing her back a we're little. we her. Well, not yet. Not yet. But we pushed her back to become background well, like, singers. But
0: all of them were equally background singers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, they so they're trying to make the Dreamettes their own act, and they rename the Dreamettes into the Dreams. They're no longer Little Dreams. They're adult dreams.
2: They're adult dreams.
0: And they change their act to give them a more sophisticated and pop-friendly look and sound. What does that mean? It means that you can't be overweight, I'm pretty sure, is Um, what they're about to get to. So the most crucial of these changes is the establishment as Dina as the lead singer, (gasps) a.k.a. Beyoncé. So they friggin' push Effie back. Mm -hmm. So, of course, Effie is now resentful of her change of status within the group, and CeCe convinces her to go along with it with, and with Curtis's plan in the song Family.
1: So don't think you're going, you're not going anywhere. You're staying and taking your share. And if you get afraid again, I'll be there.
2: Because
0: we're family. Family.
2: Family. You all. That sounds like gaslighting to me.
0: A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. You know. So there is a fight that breaks out between Marty and Curtis. This is Curtis's plan. And Marty ends up quitting as Jimmy's manager and Curtis takes over. So now Curtis, who's the one with the plan. The man with the plan. man with the
2: plan. There's
0: no longer a Marty who is fighting for the girls in their best interests. It's only Curtis's hmm. opinions that matter at this point.
2: That happened in real life with Freddie Mercury. He started sleeping with this guy who said, let me be in charge of your finances and, and your, other things. And, other things. and <laughs> so he fired his manager to go use this guy, and the guy just fucked him over and fucked him and got him. Anyway, lots of trouble from that dude. Same thing happened with Elton John. So interesting.
0: So, what's the lesson we learn here? Don't
2: trust people that are your fuckboys.
0: I was like, don't fuck your managers. <laughs> don't
2: fuck your managers, or else they will fuck you,
0: and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, don't hire fuckboys. Don't hire fuckboys. That's the that's the moral of the story. folks. So I
0: feel like we need to we need to go ahead and.
2: <laughs> but wait, we haven't even seen anything bad from this. I know, but I really, I
0: really want, I really want that to be like a little jingle now trust the fuck boys they will fuck you Marty's gone and Curtis is taking over so the Dreams make their club debut in the Crystal Room it's an element inside a room so you can imagine what it's like That's how I feel about the Mercury Club it's a oh. nightclub it's a club debut oh. in the Crystal Room in Cleveland Ohio singing their first single "Dream Girls boys
2: will make you happy
1: Dreamgirls keep your dream in your whole life
0: James Moore. (laughs) So after a uh, triumphant and successful show, the press is eager to meet the newly minted stars in the song Pressure Conference. Pressure? Press Conference. (laughs) That was me burping with my but, coffee.
2: That's oh my me burping with my not coffee. Uh,
0: uh, uh, Chelsea's gross. Because y'all were curious. You definitely
2: handed me alcohol this morning with bubbles in it.
0: Only half the bubbles I would normally give you, though. It's half a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so press conference. That song happens. Curtis declares to Dina, I'm going to make you the most famous human who's ever lived. As the slighted Effie asks, Well, what about me? In the song, Only in the Beginning. So we are seeing at this point, I mean, we've been seeing it throughout, but, and we know this from the background, Curtis is trying to make Dina the star. Mm-hmm. I remember in the movie, um, Beyonce is looking very fresh and fun and has little makeup on. He's like, I'm going to make you a star. And she's like, Really? And Jennifer Hudson's in the back, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> So we, Dina, Dina is getting pushed ahead. And so over the next few years, we see um, a montage and the dreams become a mainstream success with the hit singles Heavy. How ironic, because Effie's the one who's getting pushed back because she's heavy. They haven't they haven't full-out said it yet. They will, but she is curvy. So as Dina is increasingly feted as a star, Effie becomes temperamental and unpredictable. She starts to seemingly... What's the word? Sabotage some of the... Or what they are perceiving as sabotage, where she's just like, I'm just living my life. Mm-hmm. And... So that's what's kind of moving on. And Dina, like there's there starts to be a little bit more resentment between Dina and Effie and Laurel, who's just kind of there. And she, Effie, per- suspects that Curtis and Dina are having an affair. Meanwhile, oh. Laurel is attempting to keep peace between her bandmates, but the task is... Poor Laurel. I know. I'm just like, Laurel is such a nine in this whole Enneagram she's circle. She's the one in the middle here. She's just, just like, like it's
1: okay. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. We like to sing.
2: <laughs> Remember the, the, the stuff. We're, and that's Loretta. That's Loretta.
0: Loretta DeVine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Which also, side note, she plays Loretta in Grey's Anatomy.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: she's the chief's wife. Oh, And sh- her name is Loretta in that. She dies of um, complications later on.
0: I always, in my brain, whenever someone says, like, and she dies, I, my brain immediately goes to dysentery.
2: And she dies of dysentery. Like, Did you ever play Oregon Trail growing That's what up? it's from. That's what it's from.
0: Like, it's dies of dysentery. I know, but, like,
2: you're <laughs> so young. Did you ever play
0: Oregon Trail? I'm like, I, OG? Yes, because they had it in the computer lab. Oh. I took typing classes. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was really bad typing. AOL, or America Online Instant Messenger. Do you is, have to explain it? Doesn't everybody yes. know what AOL is? <laughs> oh, my God, they don't. Oh, I'm so I old. Learned. I learned how to type on AIM. Oh, no. That's how I learned how to type, because my friends would be like, why are you typing so slow? I'm like, shut up! And now I'm really, really fast at typing. <laughs> so in 1967, the group, now known as Dina Jones and the Dreams, so they all were went to being main act, and now they're... Pushing two of the th- three girls back. Ah. And they are set to make their Las Vegas debut. Uh, so Jimmy stops by. So Jimmy Early from earlier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He stops by to visit the girls in the song Driving Down the Strip.
1: I was driving down the strip, driving down the strip. I saw this electric sign 20 stories high. It said, Jones and the incredible dreams. with the, S the end, almost touching the, sky. I was down the strip.
0: And he learns during the song from the others that Effie has been missing shows because of, quote unquote, illness.
2: So, Effie's, illness.
0: Effie's sick. Effie's sick. She's sick. Okay. But we're reaching the end of Act one right now. And so they're like, that's strange. Why is she trying to sabotage things? So Curtis and Dina are convinced that that's exactly what she's trying to do. She's trying to sabotage the act. So Curtis replaces Effie with a new singer, Michelle Morris. So she's just a young, a grown girl that they uh, put in for Effie, which Effie then learns before anyone has the chance to tell her. So Effie confronts Curtis. So she doesn't know. So even if she was going to show up to the show, if she showed up, there was a whole other girl in her spot. <laughs> I did that to a student this weekend. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to get to that, but let me get to through the act one. Mm-hmm. Effie confronts Curtis, Cece, and the group in the song It's All Over. It was you,
1: you, always thinking of you. All you can do is rant and rain. You think a star is a king. You'll wake up, baby, your star is a star. from the start you were real bad trouble from the start well you're getting out now i'm not building this group to have you tear it apart go ahead Rat, scream and shout
0: and appeals to curtis because curtis is saying you keep getting fat you keep getting fat why are you getting so fat and she turns around and says and i am telling you i'm not going And Effie is left behind um, as Dina Jones and the dreams forge ahead without her in the song Love, Love Me Baby. During this soliloquy by Effie. Soliloquy. We find from her actions and her, yes, it's mostly her actions and her apparent figure Mm -hmm. that she is in fact pregnant. Ah! And we will find out later that she is pregnant with Curtis's baby. <gasps> oh, the tea! So Curtis can go suck a giant dick.
2: So fuck boys fucking everybody. Yes. And fucking over everybody.
0: And they're going to go fuck some more in intermission. Love that.
1: You're not allowed!
0: Batch recordings, because we, we fly through the episodes. We do, because we're like, all right, we have so going to do. all day. But then we're going to get to the last episode and be like, let's talk all the
2: time. I know. That's what we did <laughs> on our Tuesday recording. We're like, oh, I got to go. Okay, let's, let's talk, talk for another hour.
0: So we're already planning our lunch. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. I love, I love all-day recordings. I love mimosas. It's like a vacation.
2: It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I...
1: I could, it could go
2: today could have gone one of two ways i could have sat under my weighted blanket watching gray's anatomy or come out here and had some drinks with you and record some episodes and I, you know this is definitely better for my my mental psyche
0: exactly yeah i'm actually looking to see if we have enough patrons to expense a trip to new york so we can be like <laughs> do it's, i have time, it's, time for that well yeah that's the problem that is ultimately the Oh, compliment.
2: patrons, will y'all pay for us to move to New York? That would be great. But I'd be down. I, I know would love a, to be gone a, from Texas. That's a lot
0: to ask, though. It's fine. That sounds great. That sounds... <laughs> Let's do it. If you would like to become a patron and, and... Help us. And help us buy tickets to Broadway shows so we can cover them more accurately. <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, that would be lovely. That would be great. Thank Thanks. You. If you would like to be a super patron and pay for both of us to move to New York...
0: Okay, I feel like we're asking a lot to then ask for a little.
2: Maybe maybe in the future. Then we can maybe. go and see Dreamgirls if it remounts at some point. In real life. When it, when it inevitably does have a Broadway a revival. revival. I,
0: they just need to do a whole season of Broadway of just revivals. Just for like shits and giggles.
2: But do it in a different way. Don't do it like anybody has ever done it. I mean, it's a revival. Revive the shit out of it, please. Yeah. Don't make it the same old it's thing. It's like the
0: year that they did all of the movie to musicals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and that was a whole, like, that whole political, not even political, but just trying to capture your audience who can't concentrate on anything anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh, I saw
0: that in a movie. I'm like, to go see it on stage. Mm. 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 Even though on Mean Girls, it was totally all, like, projection and, oh. and television. They rewrote that shit. I mean, but we it covered was great. it. We already oh, covered yeah. it. No, Mean they Girls was fucking rewrote awesome. rewrote
2: that script. But, like,
0: the, the actual stage was all projections and vector, and mm-hmm. it was awesome.
2: Yeah, no. It was I all wish, television. I want to see it.
0: Oh, it's so good.
2: I want to see it. You remember they, they rewrote the synopsis of the show to fit in with modern-day girl bullying yeah online bullying
0: on twitter on
2: the twits and what
0: on the twits you don't like that i I didn't didn't like that i said twits i know i just didn't like it (laughs) that's because it's an old person trying to sound cool oh it's also like you are a twit on the twits but something about adding the s if the shoe
2: fits you on the twits (laughs) let's continue with that too (laughs)
0: we were like, we've moved so fast. And now we're like, we spent 10 minutes talking about that. This is what the people pay for. This is, yes. So we are now act two in the 1970s. Remember, act one was in the 1960s. So now we're in the 70s. By (laughs) 1972, Dina Jones and the Dreams, Mm. um, sans Effie, had become the most successful girl group in the country. What? (laughs) And we know this in the song, Act 2, opening. Dina has married Curtis. Bitch. And Cece is in love with Michelle. Michelle? Michelle's a new girl. Okay. Yeah. So Jimmy has gone years without a hit. Jimmy Early. Remember him? Yeah. And Curtis shows a little interest in updating and revitalizing Jimmy's act because of Curtis's preoccupation with Dina and because of Jimmy's habit of sneaking funk numbers into his rep <gasps> pop-friendly songs. How dare he? I was like, <laughs> he's Mr. Funky Funk.
2: Mr. Funky Funk.
0: So Effie is back in Chicago and she, we find out, is a single mother to her daughter, Magic.
2: What a sweet name! But also
0: is known as Ronald in other versions. So if it's a son, it's Ronald. Magic. Magic versus Ronald. I know, it's like, we went from like this kick-ass girl name, Magic, and then they're like, um, Ronald. Could also be a boy I know, I'm like... I'm like like they, Magic Johnson. I know, they might as well just have left the name the same. Right. And change the pronouns if they really wanted to. Right. they not necessarily have to. Ronald. Uh, so she's struggling with another, to get another break. And Marty, who is now her manager, compels her to rebuild her confidence and give up her diva behaviors.
2: If a woman has an
0: opinion. She's suddenly a diva. She's a
2: diva in a bad term. Though,
0: Ethel Merman... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, we'll find out some more later about Ethel Merman, don't worry.
0: So, she I got has, some tea on. So, there. Effie has finally, oh my gosh, you, the Paul Hope Cabarets is literally a tea session about Ethel Merman's great. I'm sure. Um, so finally Effie sees this she saw the sun and it opened
2: up her eyes. Ah, it burns. <laughs>
0: So she begins to kind of understand that she needs to not be such a hard ass, and so be be stop being so defensive. Um, and Effie is able to make a business show or show business comeback in the song "I Am Changing." not the song, it's not. but it's what it reminds me of. So in contrast to Effie's struggling return to her music career, Dina actually wants to stop singing and to become an actress. How how Beyonce of her. How Beyonce. How very. How very. So Dina informs Curtis of her career change plans uh, during a Vogue photo shoot in the song. One more picture, please. But Curtis feels like he needs to have control over everything and refuses to let her go as client in the song when i first saw you, you are my
1: dream. now I've got dreams All of my the own. things i could never be my dreams you have to
2: Like, Curtis needs to calm
0: the fuck down.
2: can you just calm the fuck down and see? Like as an agent, you can do more than one thing. You can have more than one client. Well you can you can well, he's represent a manager. a manager, but you can represent somebody in more than one artistic field.
0: Yes. So for what it's worth and though in in business. Business. An agent is somebody who helps get you like who finds you jobs mm-hmm. and sends you out on them. Whereas, and like looks at your contracts, whereas a manager is your so you're like hype person. Yeah. That's why people have both.
2: So you can totally have a manager that represents you in multiple artistic yeah. fields.
0: The manager is the one who is literally going out to parties and being like, oh my God, have you seen Beyonce? You
2: should totally she's know su- her. She's, she's, she's such an shit.
0: it. She's such the it. She is the it. Dina is not the only one who is chafing, according to scritchy, 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 <laughs> according scritchy, scritchy, to Wikipedia's scritchy. term. Uh, she's I hate not that the word. only one I know, right? I just had to say it. Uh, she's not the only one who's having issues with Curtis's control. Cece is also enraged by Curtis's constant rearrangements of his songs. Cece's what? like, what's wrong with them? Including an emotional ballad entitled "One Night Only," one which night. Curtis once instead recorded to reflect the new sound he is inventing, because he is the entrepreneur of sound. Just uh, ask him.
1: God,
2: I hate that. Just he, like that guy who tried to correct me on the road. Exactly, because uh,
0: he is—he is the the what is the word? The pinnacle of a, driving excellence. Safety. Yeah. Thanks
2: for keeping both your hands on the wheel, asshole. asshole.
0: Dina Jones and the Dreams and Jimmy Early perform at a National Democratic uh, fundraiser. And on a bill featuring uh, group numbers, uh, and, or sorry, on a bill featuring groups such as The Five Tuxedos. And this is, the song they perform is Got To Be Good Times. These are the, little white guys, right? The Five Tuxedos? Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I guess we can Google that. Uh, so while they're waiting backstage to go on, though, Jimmy finds himself in another argument with Laurel. As to the nature of the relationship. And uh, this is a great time to do it. It's backstage right before a performance. Yeah, perfect. Let's, let's DTR right now. And um, Jimmy will tell his wife about the affair that he had earlier in the song, Ain't No Party. Remember, the affair was in Party Party. hmm And now in Ain't No Party. Ain't No Party. So Laurel is in tears as Jimmy takes to the stage. Laurel is the one who's been trying to keep peace with everyone, too. And now she's finally Aww. showing some sort of emotion. And she's in tears as Jimmy takes to the stage to perform and turns to Dina for support. Um, as Jimmy pleads to Laurel through his music in the song, I Meant You No Harm... <laughs> Well, Dina tries to help Laurel successfully resolve her situation. And Michelle, who's the new girl, convinces the artistically frustrated Cece to go find his sister and reconcile with her in the song Quintet. So there's a lot of drama right now. Let's recap. Laurel has been dating Jimmy. Jimmy, or I think they've been married. Jimmy Early had an affair earlier. And, and now he's telling Laurel. Mm-hmm. Dina is dating Curtis, and Curtis is the baby daddy to Effie's kid, but doesn't know that yet. Unbeknownst, Unbeknownst to, to him. Unbeknownst to him. And Michelle is the one who replaced um, Effie. Effie, and Effie is the sister to Cece, and Cece is the one who's writing all their songs. So Michelle, honestly, is like big step forward like I took your spot but you should go find your sister mm-hmm. I feel like she's kind of coming up from the ashes a little bit mm-hmm. so midway through I met you no harm Jimmy falls apart and decides that he can't sing any more sad songs I just can't do this anymore and he's desperate to keep his set going Jimmy launches into a wild improvised funk number because remember he loves his funky funk he does in the song the rap the new sound <laughs>
1: That soul. Jimmy got
0: Jimmy got. Dropping his pants during the performance. Okay. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and Curtis ends up firing Jimmy because he's embarrassed as soon as his set concludes in the song Firing of Jimmy. It is my
1: man with you in the image I'm trying to set. You just want to get as low as you can get. Now wait a minute, Curtis, I was just being Jimmy. You knew what Jimmy was when you first saw Jimmy. You don't understand, Jimmy. Your time is past.
0: So Laurel ends her affair with Jimmy as well. She's like, bye, keep your pants on. Keep it in your pants and keep them on your body. And Jimmy fades into obscurity and refuses to beg for Curtis's help. So now he's leaving. Aww. Marty remember him from earlier I do he arranges he's representing Effie right he now he is yes he arranges for Cece to meet and reconcile with Effie at the recording studio so Cece and Effie are going to meet in the song I Miss You Old Friend
1: it's
0: C.C. apologizes for his role in kind of stopping Effie's career, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, but to make it up to you, I wrote you a song that Curtis kept trying to change, but I wrote it for you, it's for you, and Effie ends up recording C.C.'s original format of his ballad One One Night Only. I
1: have no doubt Troubles. You really don't have the time. You've got one, one That I love it.
0: The song climbs the charts, causing Curtis to become in range not only to rush release Dina and the Dreams version, but also uh use massive amounts of payola to push dina's version up the charts and effie's version down in the song one night only disco So this he's a big payola guy.
2: Yeah. Pay him off.
0: Sounds like what is that what is that drug? Peyote. Peyote? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> payola. Yeah. Peyote. Um, so F E C C Marty discover Curtis is is up to his old schemes. Right? A payola. And confront him backstage at a dreams concert and threaten him with legal action in the song I'm somebody slash Chicago slash faith in myself. She can't go.
2: She can't
0: go. So as Curtis makes arrangements with Effie's lawyer to, verse, to reverse his wrongdoings, to pretty much fix this whole Piola situation, Effie and Dina meet up. And they come face to face with each other. And they reconcile. Yay! Yay! And Dina learns that Effie has a daughter. And not only that, or a child, so M- Magic or Ronald... But we also find out that Magic-slash-Ronald is Curtis's child. Like, and Dina's been with Curtis this whole time. Yeah. Um, So Dina realizes what kind of man Curtis really is, and she finds the courage to leave him and live her own life. Yes. I remember in the film, the child was at the... Uh, at the office and
2: I don't I don't Curtis, no no, no I'm telling you, I remember oh, okay
0: no this is what happens okay. uh, and Curtis walks up to this child and asks how old they are and the child tells him and then that's when Curtis realizes that oh, that's his kid yeah it's my baby so Effie's one night only becomes a number one hit and dreams break up so that Dina can pursue her movie career in the song hard to say goodbye my love but they do have one final number where the dreams have their farewell well concert and Effie rejoins the group on stage and all four of the dreams sing their signature song. One last time dream girls.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Chivas took control of their own future by letting all the men go their, in their lives.
0: Their own dreams.
2: Their own dreams. The girls
0: took control of their dreams. They
2: took control of their dreams when they said no to a bad man. Mm-hmm. A
0: bad, bad man. Bad, bad man. Who, bad, bad man. Who was sleeping around. Mm-hmm. They all just kind of like were sleeping around and then felt bad about it. Yeah. They're like, but baby, baby, I love you. And they're like, I don't fucking care. Bebe. that you, I had your baby, I had your baby. Men,
2: you know who I, I would love men. to have my bebe for.
0: If you say our patrons, our patrons. I'm going. <laughs> That's <was> a terrible <laughs> transition. I think we're like we need a we need Noah. We have a we have a task for you. We need a running list of our transitions and our segues <laughs> into patrons, and I want never I consistent. want them ranked <laughs> from like. Worst to cringe, cringe-worthy. I can't talk. Cringe-worthy. You know who
2: my dream people are? Patrons. Our, our patrons. patrons. So that was, was better. That was better. Our
0: patrons. We would like to thank our patrons for supporting the show and making it free for everybody else, and potentially uh, financing our next trip to New York. Uh, Thank you, patrons. I know Chelsea just was like, what the fuck are we doing? We just have to pay rent, okay? (laughs) Okay. We do appreciate you, our patrons. Um, If you would like to join them and support our show um, monetarily and get exclusive content, you can join them at patreon.com slash winesanddolls. That is wines without the H. But you can support us in other ways, including subscribing anywhere you're listening to this podcast currently by... Hitting subscribe. You keep moving your face. Away I keep moving from my, my face because I keep and looking it's like at you. Weird. I want to have the Aaron Neville. Oh fact. my god! Just talk <laughs> to your microphone. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> You can support us in other ways for more of this bullshit Um, by hitting subscribe and (laughs) scrolling down to the bottom and hitting the furthest star to the right and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Audible. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. You can follow us on the social media at Wines and Dolls on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the TikTok where we do release our monthly flyer and you would have seen our lovely one from yesterday for September. So go ahead and check it out. Buy from pen, pen to paper. paper. Buy from pen to paper. Yeah, that makes more sense. From pen to paper. From from pen to paper. <laughs> from from pen to paper. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. And if you would like to reach out to us, you can reach us at winesanddollsatgmail.com. And as always, find additional information about us at winesanddolls.com. And with that, I'm Chelsea. I'm Emily. And this has been your dream, girls, on wine and dolls. dolls.
1: <laughs> We're your Podcasters.